You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday morning. It is. And <laughs> we get to talk about Lutheran women in mission yeah. on Wednesday. There's no, well, there's no, sort of alliteration. A little bit, yeah. Almost. <laughs> it's, I'm failing at my alliteration duties we here. We need more people to send us alliterative phrases. So the, <laughs> the LWML uh, National Convention is coming up this summer. Mm-hmm. And that also no means deal. that the um that the term of the current president is coming to a close and we have the privilege of talking with our current lwml president today patty ross she's president of lwml and spending some time with us here at the (laughs) international center this week patty thank you so much for coming in the studio and spending some time uh, talking about sharing stories about your time with lwml okay good morning andy and sarah glad to be here who first invited you to lwml I am a life, lifer as far as LWML goes. My mother was in LWML, mm-hmm. so I started going to meetings with her, and it was always just part of my church life was LWML. So, What were some of the things you did when you were, what were some of the, the activities or some of the ways that you were involved with LWML in the, the early years, in your early years? <laughs> Well, I really started out, my main interest was, um, I guess you would call the the acts of mercy end of it. I was really into Lutheran World Relief and um, Lutheran World Relief and human care kind of stuff. Uh, I was most impressed to stay in LWML when I went to an LWML convention and I heard uh, Edna Wagshald speak. She was, uh, uh, I think, a member of the board of Lutheran World Relief and talked about how they uh, were overseas doing various uh, work over there. I just got really excited about uh, what could be done to help people around the world through the LWML work that they do. How did those experiences uh, influence in these last few years uh, in, in your role as president? Well, I think I've always seen LWML as taking the woman in the pew and seeing what what is her strong point, what are her interests, and trying to build on those interests and strong points. There are some women who are very interested in works of mercy. There are other women who are very interested in Bible study and writing Bible studies. Um, there are other women who are interested in um, doing physical hands-on um, mission trips and stuff like that. But it just there's all these things going on out there and what LWML tries to do all these years is to take these women look at what they're doing what gifts God has given them and then turn those gifts into helping his children around the world mm-hmm. by by God's grace LWML is uh very organized uh from the the uh the local group at, at the congregation all the way to to regional and and all the way up to the national convention is very organized more so than than any other organization <laughs> that I've seen <laughs> and there's a lot accomplished through that um through the the um the uh 
uh, commitment of women in the local congregation to uh, their connection with the, the other congregations and how they make that happen. Not only the, those things uh, that work happen, not only in their local congregation, but then regionally and, and, and nationally and even internationally as well. What are some of the, the great things that you've had the opportunity to see, uh, the great work that you've had the opportunity to see done through uh, local LWML groups all the way up to national and international work as well during your time as president? I think that um, when I go to the district conventions and I see what each of our 40 districts are doing in their district areas and then also those districts, what they're doing in their local congregations, they're really um, individual districts. Um, they're none, no two are the same. And so that uniqueness is still unified through the national group, and I like that because we're all on the same path. We're following the same leader. We're following the same command by Jesus, but we're doing that in different ways that are unique to the various districts. Um, the uh, opportunity I had last November was to travel to the Philippines with Deaconess Ministries head Grace Rao and saw the uh, seminary and worked with some Deaconess students over there that had received a lot of funding in the past from LWML, I mean years ago. And seeing that those, those funds are still being used to propagate the church over there in the Philippines and meet these young women who are dedicating their lives to becoming deaconesses over in the Philippines, which is not an easy area to travel in or to um, get around in, and the sacrifices they're making to train as deaconesses and be able to support that deaconess ministry through LWML funding of mission grants is uh, has been very eye-opening to me. Um, I've also done several mission trips over the years and seen plaques on walls that said dedicated by the LWML. So um, there are, uh, there's a lot of evidence historically for what LWML has done, and hopefully we will continue to do that in the future uh, where we're helping build up the, the church at home and abroad. How can, what are the, the key things that, um, when we look at multiple generations within LWML, what are the key things that the older generation can do to encourage the next generation um, of young women in uh, LWML? What are the, the key things that, you, from your perspective, um, that, that need to happen or that, that the, the older generation can do to encourage the younger generation? You know, the younger generation is so pummeled by um, things going on, um, schedules, things, uh, and, and the, the um, social media and the computerized things that sometimes there's a little lack of human relations, just one-on-one -on -one being with someone. And I think the older generation in LWML has a great chance to take take a, a younger woman aside and say, look, you know, you are valued for um, who you are and what you're doing. And um, even though uh, it may seem impersonal when you're on the internet and stuff, it's more personal 
one-to-one, and LWML tries to establish those times for women to get together and kind of celebrate the gifts that God has given them over over um, their lives. The older women, I think, appreciate the younger women and the new ideas they're bringing forward. I know that um, a lot of women in LWML come in not knowing much about technology and stuff, and then the younger women help them learn that, and and the older women can kind of help the younger women realize that some things are important and other things are not. I mean, you have when you're older, you have that luxury of looking back and saying, you know, that really wasn't important. They told me it wasn't important, and now I really it wasn't important. <laughs> so I think you need to say that sometimes to people so they don't get so, so um, upset about things, mm-hmm. sure. stressed out. <laughs> we all have a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What have you learned uh, over these last few years during your time? What What are some of the the, the things that you've learned? Um, I don't know about about connections or about building relationships, uh, or about or about our church body at large um, that you've learned in, in in your time as president. Well, for one thing, communication is everything. But I don't have to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> communication is everything. Um, it's always better to over communicate than under communicate. Uh, one of the things that LWML does that I think is not appreciated all the time is the uh, mission education that we do. Our church body has some fantastic missions, some fantastic recognized service organizations doing wonderful work, and I would say that. For the most part, a lot of our congregations don't know that. They don't know what's going on because they're not part of where I'm at, where I can have communications with synod people and RSO people and that kind of thing. And so one thing that when you're a grant recipient from LWML, you are um, featured, I guess you'd say, um, in uh, on our website, on the district websites, they have devotions and prayers for a particular mission grant, and they're talked about and then, you know, PR'd in our various communications and stuff so that people learn what that ministry is doing. And um, I have seen people latch on to ministries after hearing about a mission grant for a ministry through LWML. And they have gotten in touch with that ministry and said, we want to help. We want to do something like that. And so I think it's a real um, educational value to the LWML mission grant process. And um, all that communicating, that kind of stuff is is part of what LWML does. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned earlier 40 districts mm-hmm. make up uh, the national organization. Mm-hmm. Of those 40 districts, did you make it to all 40 district conventions? That's no. a lot of conventions. All right, so so who puts on the best district convention? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> of course, you, you can imagine that Texas being that big, it's oh, on a pretty yeah. good convention. That's so true. That was, Texas is good. Um, but some of the smaller ones are really fun. I remember a uh, Miss, Louisiana-Mississippi convention in Homa, Louisiana, um, there were no roads further south than Homa when I pulled it up on my <laughs> GPS. Uh, we had a really good time down there. Uh, no, they're all just, they're all so different. They're wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> they each have their, their own unique oh, gifts and, and, and personalities, yeah. as and you pointed when out. when you look at the mission grants that the districts do, 
and add that to the national mission grants. But um, they're just out there in their districts, just covering the entire United States with mission work. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from here? Your, your time as president is coming to a close at this convention, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so a, a new president will be elected at that convention? Yes, she'll be elected for the next four years. Half of our officers are elected each two years. So so what's, what's the, the outlook from here for LWML? I think LWML is coming into a really active time right now. Uh, we have more and more women who are... Um, what do I want to say? They they've gotten their kids out of out of school, out of the house, or they're um, some of them are retiring from busy professional lives. We have an incredible core of qualified women working within LWML. I also feel that the church itself is looking at that group of women and saying these are a strong bunch of women who are committed to the mission of the church, committed to Jesus Christ. Uh, they are very committed, and they're going to be our go-to people for a lot of work getting done within our church. Our church faces a lot of challenges. Um, LWML has for years pushed um, outreach to multicultural women, to young women. That's what our church is doing, looking for. Um, and I just feel like LWML is really coming into this where they're being recognized as a very strong group of strong women to help the church. Thanks be to God for the gifts mm-hmm. of uh, women in our church. Patty Ross, president of Lutheran Women in Mission, Lutheran uh, LWML, through Women's Missionary League. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour and uh, God's blessings on the final months of your service as president. Thank you, Andy. Hope to see you at our convention in Mobile in <laughs> June. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.